Good afternoon, Sticky Learning Lunchers. Welcome to Monday. Really great to be here. Really great to see you, even in the virtual. We're just going to give it a few more seconds while we're waiting for the rest of the people to arrive in the room. Just going to have a mouthful of drinks, going to make sure we're getting ourselves set up for the day. A few more seconds. Good to see you, Colin. Thanks for being here. Darren, always a pleasure. Fabian, great to see you here again. Joe, lovely to see you. John, thank you very much for being here. First time attendee, I believe. Thanks very much for taking the time to invest in yourself in this session for today. Just as we're waiting for those last people to arrive, let's make sure we're setting ourselves up for success. So first things first, before we even get into the introductions, let's zero out the distraction, 100% attention. Let's get the little aeroplane lit up so we haven't got our WhatsApp, Twitter, our pings, buzzes, beeps, or whatever distracting us from what we're spending our time doing here today. Making sure that you've got a fresh sheet as well. Fresh sheet, fresh thinking. So you want to make sure you've got a nice clean page in your notebook. And at the top of this, you're going to write keepers. And keepers are the things that you want to remember, that you want to remind yourself about. And when you reread that, it's going to reignite that thinking. So when you come back to this learning from today and from our previous sessions, that you can go back and go back into that thinking and create some new ideas that are going to help you deliver a better result in your business and as you just seen me with my drink making sure that you have hydration make sure you're hydrated keep your brain lubricated so you can make this learning stick i think we're good to go let's dive into today's session actually before we do that if you have not already registered for tomorrow's session i'm going to put a link in the box at the bottom there in the chat box for everyone if you have not registered for tomorrow's session now is the time to make sure you've got a copy of that link so you can get prepared for tomorrow tomorrow we're looking at the first stage of evoc the self-evaluation part of the leadership model that is in the chat box now if that's going to be beneficial for you sign up for tomorrow's session it's a four-part module system We'll be running through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Monday next week. If you know anyone else that would benefit from that, share that link with them as well. Get them involved. There's going to be some great content in there. I'm going to be delivering the first stage of our leadership coaching model. It's going to really help you take your game to a whole new level. Andy, ready? I'm ready. Good. So, look, welcome to today's Sticky Learning with me, Nathan Simmons, Senior Leadership Coach and Trainer for MBM, Making Business Matter, the home of Sticky Learning. And we are the soft skills and leadership development provider to the UK grocery and manufacturing industry. The idea of these learnings is to give you 20 minutes of micro learning to help you be the best version of you in the work that you do, whether that be from home or returning back to the office. Today, we are covering part seven of the category management funnel, also lovingly known by MBM as the 73% funnel, because what we have calculated is that 73% of your opportunities never make it to store, no, sorry, never make it to the store. And we want to help you improve that quite significantly. Andy, welcome to today. Thank you, Nathan. Good to be here again. Can't believe we're on day seven already. Day seven, and as you said before we hit go live on this, it's gone super quickly. We've covered some really decent content, you know, not even at the depth that we know that we can go to. There have been some absolute nuggets though for people watching. Absolutely. Thinking, uh, picking up on what you've just said there about someone uh, attending today that hasn't attended the previous sessions. Thank you for being here. Um, I'd also had some contact from people last week saying they missed sessions. So I'm thinking, providing I've got this right, that link that you've just put up, Nathan, will also allow people to view the sessions that we've run, those other previous six sessions that we've run over our funnel. 
Um, if you haven't picked up on those or you want to watch those again or watch them for the first time, they're, they're going to be in that link as well. Absolutely. Click through, go and have a look. Well worth it. What are we covering today, Andy? Nathan, we are closing the circle on our funnel. Um, so we previously talked about green category targets, understanding the shopper, understanding our channel, turning data and analysis into insights and recommendations, selling those opportunities and landing those opportunities. We're now going to go all the, way, all the way back around with evaluate and improve a key part to any project or anything that we ever do yet it's so often overlooked because we're on what we class as the PowerPoint treadmill that we just jump straight off one project or straight out of one presentation into another. So I'm going to share just the one tool with you today um, of how you can evaluate more effectively, um, something you can just take away and, and do. So we're going to get into that in a moment. The other bit I'm going to ask for right now is we've got some more time today to spend on questions, uh, challenging me, probing me appropriately. Uh, on category management on any of the seven stages that we've uh, gone through. So if people have got questions now, maybe uh, start to consider them, get them in the chat box when we get to that in maybe 10, 15 minutes time. Um, Nathan can start sharing those and we can hopefully just bring this topic to life even more um, and at the same time answer some questions that you may have. Um, again, take away and add continued value. Absolutely. So any questions that are coming up, because we're getting into that evaluation, evaluation stage, I'll get my words out today. Any questions that are coming up for you today from this funnel, from previous or any other category management challenges that come up today today to fire those questions in, I think, so we can start looking at those. Absolutely. Now, we've covered a heck of a lot and I've realised I've got a really busy whiteboard behind me, but that's largely some of the things that we pulled out. There's been loads of three letter uh, things to hang our uh, hack, hang our hat off. We'll come back to those maybe in a little while, but today is really about evaluating and improving. And of course I've got, maybe not by design, another three letter tool to share with you. So Nathan, I'll ask you to slide down just a couple on, on the slides. Um, I wanna share this tool with you, that's perfect. Um, PMI, typically, as I said, we move from project to project, presentation to presentation, maybe not taking that time to figure out what good, great, better, could have been worse. Getting those kind of learnings. We are all about continuous improvement. We think this is a terrific tool that you can use in the moment for pretty much any situation. So, for example, with our category management, um, we could use this to evaluate um, a sell when we've been in to the, see the buyer and we're putting our recommendations, we could then do this quick evaluation afterwards. Or we could do it right at the top and say, right, let's let's have a quick look at our uh, agreeing category targets. What was, what can we learn from that? So this tool works very, very simply, but yet super powerfully by saying, what was positive? What was the things that were really good? We can take, make some notes on what was good, got the category target, came up with it really, really quickly. It's tangible, it's smart, and we can start to pull all those positive learnings out. We could look at it then from a miners point of view. What was not so good? Oh, it took us a long time to get there actually. We had to we had to kind of go around the circles a few times. Next time, let's not do that. Let's uh, start with our end in mind first and work backwards. And again, we're listing all the things that weren't so great that we want to do differently next time. The last part, I for interesting, those things that you just didn't see happening. Could be maybe down in the, uh, the cell part of the funnel when we're presenting to the buyer and the buyer says, ah, oh, Da, 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 da. Go, oh, 
that was really interesting. Didn't see that coming as a curveball, didn't see that coming as a question, didn't see that coming as an opportunity. Again, let's capture that because it's worth being aware in future something similar could come up. Yes, we can get into big evaluations, we can organise meetings, we can get a bunch of people in a room, we can create all sorts of 120 step uh, review points. Sometimes just being really pragmatic and looking at under these three headings can be super powerful. And again, it's not just uh, limiting to category management, it absolutely can be applied to, to anything you work on, personal or professional. Good way to keep that uh, cycle of continuous improvement going. Pause there, Nathan, as my uh, as my uh, litmus test is that working for you hopefully it's working for our uh, audience absolutely i was just trying to uh, just uh, working there with some potential technical issues but we thought we couldn't see you on someone else's screen so it's fine you are appearing on everyone's screen i was just doing that in the background as in for pmi for me this is a model that i learned with coaching so even as you're looking at this at the end of category management when you look at this as going into the first stages of the leadership model that we're going to be looking at tomorrow this is a super straightforward way of getting that self-reflection on a project, on a conversation, on a way that I interact as a human being in another relationship. So even doing this as a, like I say, from a pragmatic, objective point of view, just listing those things out. What was positive? What was the negative? What was interesting about this? Okay, what am I learning from this? And, and using that stuff to create the next platform to move forward. Absolutely. I think often we, we look at it as what was good and what was not so good. It's that interesting part that just adds a nice third dimension uh, to spot those things and capitalise on them because the chances are something similar could again happen in the future. Um, and it's worth just taking a moment of reflection to go, yeah, that was interesting. Let's make sure we're doing something about it or being aware of it for the future. Yeah, so those three things just work nicely, uh, work nicely together for a balanced uh, evaluation. Absolutely. Collins drops in here is similar to the stop, start, continue. Absolutely is. I think with the, the, the difference with the, the stop, start and continue, it's kind of it's giving you clear actions. This is, for me, is probably the first stage where you do that overview of actually what was good, what was negative, what was interesting about the situation, what did I learn from this? Okay, based on that information, then we go into those next questions. What do I stop? What do I start? What do I continue? Love, stop, start, continue. It's always, um, a, again, another one of these just really pragmatic ways of, of looking at a, a bunch of given situations and, and taking learnings appropriately forward. Yeah, really good. Thanks, Colin. Absolutely. Where are we going to next now? We've looked at the PMI then, Andy. Okay, so that was the evaluation tool I wanted to share with you. Um, the next thing I thought would be useful to share today as well is our competency framework. So I'm going to get in this slide down in a moment, or now if you wish, Nathan. Um, because sometimes people say to us, so what, what's great look like for category management, Andy? Um, so I want to share this with you. I appreciate that as a super busy slide with loads and loads of words on it. Let me give you the overview of it um, and it help you just to put that line in the sand of where am I, where do I want to get to, and then setting those appropriate targets for improving your own individual category management. So we've got at the top, in general meaning, seven essential qualities of category management. So say if you're reading all of that, they effectively follow our seven steps of the funnel. So stage one is absolutely about agreeing category targets, and then they move down, so each essential quality is a funnel stage. Then we've got our five levels. So our five levels, starting at the top, level four, I'm doing all of them. I am absolutely a solid category manager. I can only build on the skills that I've already got. Continuing down to level three, it's me doing five out of the seven essential qualities, and then it continues down. 
doing three of them, doing a couple of them, or doing none of them at all. The point of having this very simple tool is to go, well, actually, where am I? And people can assess themselves and or their teams and get a feel for where they are. Then the really important bit, they can have focus on what they need to improve. We need to be better at selling our opportunities. We need to be better at identifying the opportunities. And they can start to then build their own individual or team action plan to start moving them up through these different levels to really get to a place of uh, awesomeness at that uh, level four at the top. So I'll pause there. I hope that's a reasonable overview of that, uh, that model. Nathan, again, come to you. Uh, questions from you or thoughts from you uh, on that? No. And I think with the competency frameworks, especially with the ones we use at MBM, it just gives you that clarity. As a leader, as a business, you know, a head of a business department or whatever, gives you that clarity. Where are my people? Where am I? And then from there, like you say, you know, it's two or three of these competencies. Which ones of these the seven points on this funnel are we succeeding in? Where do we need to improve in? And then actually, is when you look at something like a very, you know, again, super straightforward tool, you look at the coaching cards and you can look at the questions that are in each of those stages and actually can I use an element of this to help improve my people directly by using some of those questions to get them to think in a, in a, in a slightly more focused way at that point in the funnel. Absolutely. So we're talking about our funnel with our seven steps. We're talking about our category management uh, competency framework with the, our levels. I've got a pack of the cards here. We've mentioned them before. We're going to mention them again. Big old deck. And the big old deck again is broken down into each of these uh, stages of the funnel with appropriate questions to help unlock that particular area because we can't be good at everything that's just not uh, realistic we can use those opportunities to better ourselves but before we can do that we need to figure out where we are um, and to your point there nathan you know, we've got this as a competency framework or a scorecard whatever terminology you want to refer to it as we've also got these for upward of 20 other skills so then again, if anyone's interested in a copy of those, either visit the website and just do a search for competency framework, you'll find the download. Drop us a message in the chat box now and we'll get them sent over to you. All the skills you can, uh, that certainly we help develop and a whole bunch of others on top of that from everything from presentation skills to leadership skills, all the way down to giving feedback or delegation. There's a whole host of them in there. Um, just helping to get to a place of where am I, where do I want to get to? Absolutely. I've already dropped the link in there for the coaching cards because you know, we've talked about them and we think we talk about them nearly in every single uh, sticky loan lunch. Why? Because they're only £5. And it's you know, for what you get in there and the questions you get in there with the experience that have been that has been focused into them is astronomical for the price that you're getting for them. Uh, it's just huge benefits in that. Ah, okay. So let's, I think, let's, sorry, go on, Nathan. I was going to say, you know, the competency framework is a great place to start ticking off and working through you know, those gaps or those areas that we believe that we need to bridge inside our business. So huge, yeah, absolutely. Where's so, next? Uh, next step, let's do something a little bit different that we haven't done before on our other webinars. I'm going to get Nathan to stick up a poll. I'm really keen to hear back from you on uh, where you are with category management. This is a private poll, so we're not going to share the results, certainly not uh, from how Colin said this and Darren said that. We'd love to get a feel for where you are with category management. It helps us to understand where opportunities uh, exist with people that uh, are out there. Um, so if Nathan can stick that poll up, that'd be good. Give you a few seconds to um, populate where I am. And I'm going to ask another poll, another question right at the end to uh, get a feel for how much we've helped improve your category management knowledge. So if you want to start considering that as well, but, uh, for now, let's pop that poll up and uh, see where it takes us. 
Good, so that question is coming up now. How effective is your current approach to category management? One, terrible. Five, phenomenal. Go. Stick me in as a one, please, Nathan. <laughs> Colin's already asked if he could have a copy of the competency framework. We can absolutely sort that out. If anyone else wishes to, you know what? I think anyone that's watching this live at the moment, what we will do is we will send this out as a, an additional email to make sure you've got a copy of this competency framework. And if there's any other competency frameworks that you feel you would like to have from us, whether that be leadership, coaching, feedback, delegation, whatever it is, let us know and we'll give those to you. We've got a very even spread of individuals. Going to close that off now. We've got a full range of everything, literally nice cross section, 25% in one, two, three, and four, all sitting in there as well. Nice. Good stuff. All right. Good. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Um, all right. So, going to spend a few minutes just recapping on each stage of the funnel. Then we're going to move into maybe uh, 10 minutes or so of Q&A that hopefully either gets unlocked through uh, the explanation that I'm about to get into or some other questions that you've already thought about. So if we go all the way back to day one, we did talk about agreeing category targets, that absolute critical stage to focus all of our time and all of our resource, resource on achieving. So this is about picking a single smart target. We suggested something around weight of purchase or frequency of purchase or penetration. Once you've got that target, it means everything that you then do thereafter is looking to achieve that. First step of the funnel, agreeing category targets. We then came down into better understanding the shopper in stage two, and here we brought that and expanded that to life with maybe bringing in that additional element of shopper, preparer and eater and ensuring that we're keeping these guys at the absolute heart of our decision, but also knowing it's not just about the person or us as people pushing a trolley, carrying a basket, it's also about the people all the way down the line from those preparing the meal all the way through to those consuming the meal and ensuring that we've got uh, an eye and that they're absolutely at the heart of our decisions. We then talked about understanding our channels and knowing that different retailers and different outlets very much have different strategies and approaches and it's about ensuring that we've absorbed appropriately the information from them so that when we're making recommendations we're aligned with maybe it's their, uh, their CSR targets or their overall business strategy or understanding what's important to them in the moment to ensure that we're just all on the same page. Then came down into what I think I referred to and was corrected as the sexy stuff. And this was about uh, analyzing data um, and identifying opportunities. As we've said, category management is absolutely about making recommendations, using data to back it up. It's not about personal opinion, albeit we may start with hypotheses. And we talked about the statements of I believe and then going off and testing those statements. But from here, we got into, uh, we got into areas around um, yeah, the category development index, over trade and under trade uh, and helping to unlock those opportunities, um, hypotheses and various different pieces of calculations that we can do to, to really bring that to life. Um, we also talked about the, um, the way in which we can communicate those uh, observations from the data, which we'll talk about observations. From the observations we then generate uh, insight, it's the why, so our insight based off our observation and then our recommendation based off the insight and allowing our audience to follow our train of thoughts all the way through from observation, insight, recommendation in what effectively could be a three column simple table. Then move down into selling our opportunities. 
and we've got right into the trust model. Hopefully you've taken that away and considered how trustworthy are yourself, how trustworthy are my colleagues, how trustworthy are my external uh, partners. And again, looking to dial up and dial that stuff down to make our recommendations land more effectively by building the trust that we need to have with the people that we're uh, communicating with. Then talked about landing opportunities in store, the importance of knowing how store operations work, making connections in store, and considering those things that could blindside us before it's too late. And then bringing us back around to where we are today, our PMI tool to evaluate and improve. There's a few minutes as our uh, our summary. Nathan, let me pause for a sec. Come great summary, great, great summary, great rundown. We've covered some core tools, you know, like I say, as you said, know your customer inside and out. The three stages are what they look like. Know your supermarket and know what their wants and needs are so you can better get to those individuals and support them. And the idea is that you're creating that know, like and trust factor. So you're not only taking a wider portion of the top pie, you're actually you know, increasing the depth of that pie and supporting everybody that's working in that category at the same time. That's the key part, I think. Absolutely. And as category managers, we're there to grow the sides of the pie, not just the slice of the pie. That stuff's got a working conjunction and it's about us being independent and growing that category sustainably. Um, I can't emphasize that point enough, you know, and I think I've mentioned it pretty much every day over the last week, but yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What do you think, that, so if someone was interested in improving their category management, what are the three core challenges they would be experiencing that would then cause them to speak to you? So, and again, I'm gonna bring it back to here. And I'm also going to kind of re-emphasize that point around what actually is category management because over the years it's been wrapped up in jargon and terminology and this kind of dark art and I'm going to bring it down to some really simple facts. It's about identifying opportunities, opportunities, selling opportunities and landing opportunities and it's typically those, one of those if not a mixture of those three areas that we see uh, people we work with struggle the most. Can I sell the opportunities? Can I make sure the opportunities land? Can I even identify opportunities? Uh, and that's simple for me is what category management absolutely is. It's business as usual and it's about doing that stuff to grow those categories. And having that conversation with you to go through this funnel in a much deeper way is going to help them to do those three things. I think so. You know what? We've skinned the surface across each of these areas and category management in general. You know, we've only got limited time. We can talk about this stuff and we do in our training courses for you know three or four days at a time it's a big big topic what i'm hoping today is it's uh, provided a little bit of thought provocation it's got some people asking some different questions of themselves or it's made them hungry for more information and of course we're really open to having that conversation with you because we've got options we've got options of how we can bring this particular topic to life um whereas uh we've kind of just touched on it uh we quite briefly over the last week or so Good. Okay. Look, I'm suddenly realised what the time is. It's 23 minutes past right now. So, what quite questions? Quite yeah, let's. You know, we've talked enough, especially over the last uh, seven episodes of delivering this content with Andy. What questions have you got for Andy about category management right now that we can we can look at answering for you? And while those are coming in, we've already got the link in there for the coaching cards. They're already there. We've got the link in there for the previous and the future sticky learnings as well. Andy's contact details, please. That is a super easy ask. Bear with me. Um, I'm not sure I can copy it out of there, but we can forward those on for sure. Let me just do a quick screen share right there. Yeah. 
which is going to give you some of those uh, while those are scribbling down if there's any any questions any other questions coming in that'll be handy i've also got a couple that were fielded in previously by email so i'm going to jump to those in just a minute bear with so the other thing that's just come in there is i've just been sent the link for the competency framework as well so i'm going to share that in the chat box for you now on there if you follow the link for the competency framework there what we can do is you just click in there put your details in there your email address we can send you a copy of that of the relevant competency frameworks for you you can have a look at that as well percentages of failure for each layer of the funnel ah okay that's a really good question do you have the percentages available for where opportunities fail at every point in the funnel and we do Absolutely. So we do. So we calculated this with um, a really complex algorithm. And the reality is it's based on the experience that we've got with working with clients over the last uh, 15 or so years. So I think what I'm going to do is I can put that out afterwards. can't remember exactly what they are. Um, but we do have those. And you can start to see which particular point of the funnel. And I know we've mentioned some numbers in, in previous sessions. You know, it's 8% here and it's 3% here. But we've got those numbers. Gladly share those. Gladly share those. The other point to mention is, um, I know we're going to make the white paper available uh, on this particular topic. If people haven't received it, they're going to receive it. Uh, it's a, a white paper, a guide that follows the funnel and again brings it to life with very similar and different tools that we've covered. Each part also has the, uh, the percentage um, impact captured within there as well. Mm, okay, great. So we'll get those shared out and make sure those are emailed out as well. Um, we'll also, I think, yes, we will include the link we've got the link there sorry for the competency framework we'll also include the, uh, the category management framework in that email as well so let's have a look another question this is the first one of your webinars i've attended you know, i'm very appreciative of it i'd just like to say thanks for you both for presenting some excellent information on here from an lmd perspective but we'll be taking away the pmi and stop start continuing models away with me absolute pleasure you know john thank you very much for, for dropping that in look it, and so look if you if this is the first time you're attending john tomorrow sign up for the future sessions you've got the previous sessions we're going to we've already dropped an absolute stack of value over the last eight weeks i think it is now and it, that is going to continue to come for at least the next four weeks as well um colin says john sign up colin's been here every day i mean so i mean there's some there's there's a, there's a small amount of banter going on here between the delegates what's going on so <laughs> so uh, there's also, uh, let's have a look. Darren says, I heart Colin. There's also some bro love going on. This is getting really weird. Um, and it's not even half one. So we've got, we've got, you mentioned RAP the other day. It's another question that came in, uh, Ken and, and touched on promotions. Have you got an example of the R and the A? Sure, okay, yeah. So RAP, where are we? Over here, there we go. Range of elective promotions. Typically we find that 80% of any categories growth gets distributed back to those areas. Um, I gave the example when we talked about promotions of how we could structure a promotional plan. Um, still, can come up with an example of how we can improve range and availability. Um, okay, let me see if I can bring both of those together with one example, actually. A uh, long time ago, I was analysing data. This is a true story. I was analysing data to understand how I could improve um, availability. And what we're trying to do is not just go into the bar and say, oh, if we drive availability higher, we can improve sales because they go, yeah, good one, well done. 
Availability got to have a trade-off with wastage. So we don't want to push availability too high and drive wastage. Poor quality stock is being reduced clear in store. So the two has got to work together. Any recommendation we make has got to have a negative impact on waste and a positive impact on sales. So I was analyzing uh, sales by store by week of a particular product. I figured out that broadly 70% of the wastage was coming from about 20% of the stores. I'd analyzed this to a point where I felt comfortable, I could calculate the opportunity size. I went in to see my buyer and I said, I'd like to reduce distribution on my lines, please. And the buyer at the time, who's now actually a buyer for Woolworths in Australia, um, fell off his seat and he said, Andy, I've never ever had a supplier come in and suggest an increased distribution. You're gonna reduce your sales with me if I reduce your, uh, your, your, your distribution. Why would you wanna do that? And I said, well, actually, I think I'm going to increase my sales. And he said, oh, go on. Okay, now it's getting interesting. Tell me more. I've calculated where the wastages come from. My recommendation is to strip out the stores that can't sell this particular product, maybe replace it with a smaller product, separate opportunity. But let's, let's get this product out of the stores that clearly can't sell it. Once we've done that, I know you're in stock order, your stock ordering systems will start ordering more for all of the other stores because the algorithm that calculates store uh, store orders takes into account wastage we would strip the wastage potential out we can push sales of this particular product uh, across the rest of the estate in the stores that we know we can sell it so i was making a range recommendation that would drive sales and reduce wastage and at the same time playing around with my availability opportunity that was just absolutely huge decrease the stores on the stores that couldn't sell it meant we could increase the sales on stores that could sell it. There you go. How about that one? Nice. And again, it comes back to that analytics and that side of it, you know, you're then doing the the buyer a favour and actually reducing their costs. But then at the same time, filling that gap that you've created, I've seen there's another opportunity here to kind of expand the depth of that slice, as it were, in a different way. Absolutely. This was a win for us as a supplier. It was a win for them as a retailer because um, they're reducing their stock loss, increasing his bottom line. And it was a win for the shoppers because they were going to get better quality product that wasn't uh, maybe always being reduced to clear or it was a fresh product. So it wasn't starting to deteriorate. It's just one of those win, win, win opportunities. Nice. Splendid. Look, conscious of the time, we just hit 131, Andy. Any other questions coming in from anybody else? Please let us know if you've got any right now. I'm conscious of time and I'm going to be respectful of time. Andy, how would you like to close up the last seven days then, in today included? I'm going to close it up with that last poll that we've got, Nathan, because I think it's a great way to hear back from our audience that are bantering between themselves um, on what they've got and what they can now do differently as a result of cash management. So that would be my uh, true measure of uh, success. And if we can chuck that second poll up, that'd be terrific. So has this poll, has this webinar giving you some new content and new concepts to push your category management skills up another level? So one being terrible, ten, uh, five being phenomenal. That poll is now open. Excellent. As people are talking through that, no, I'm really keen to have those conversations with people around how what can work with you to improve your category management. We've got options. We can encourage you to maybe take any learning that we've Built. We could work with you on a one-to-one -one basis, or if you've got groups and teams of people, 
we could come and do some category training with you, whether that's a very basic level, what we will class as our masterclass or our more in-depth course, that, as I mentioned earlier, goes over four days. Those conversations have got to be appropriate and when the time's right for you, we do have lots of different options to bring this particular skill to life, um, whether that's we're doing that virtual similar to what we're doing now or when the time's right, getting back face-to-face, -face, room full of people, building on their skill set that they've already got, making them even better category managers or introducing them further to category management. Uh, as you hit the nail on the head before and during this conversation, we have a layer that meets everybody's perspective and need at that point in time when it comes to category management. And one of the key things that needs to happen is if people are uncertain about the category management, is to have a conversation with Andy about where you are in that funnel or where your gaps are. And if it's appropriate though that you just have the white paper or a deck of coaching cards, then that's the right route. But actually, if there is a of possibility to help your business grow in you know exponential ways then that's also something we need to talk about so that we can help you do that and Andy absolutely. has got the experience and expertise to do that absolutely and again everything starts with what's the objective and I'll be quite challenging back to you say yeah we can come and do some training but what do you want as a result of the training we've got to be held accountable and you've got a clarity on what you need starts with the conversation see where it goes Amazing. And that poll came in. We closed that one down. We've got 75% of people uh, on a five for taking stuff away from the last seven sessions, including that, and only 25% are on a four. So I think we're in the top, the upper, the upper, higher, or upper percentiles there. So I'm quite comfortable with what we've delivered, Andy. Thanks very much for this of the seven days. Really appreciate it. Oh, Andy's gone quiet on me. Andy, say goodbye. You know you want to. Oh, yeah, I was doing deep reflection. Thanks for, more importantly, thank you, Nathan, but actually thank you to everyone for being there, for their thoughts, their questions. Um, take the stuff away. Small confidence steps to, to, to building on that knowledge that maybe already exists or new knowledge. Um, yeah, and challenges. Reach out to us. We'd love to have those conversations when the time's right. Agreed. Very nice. Right. Andy, thanks very much for today. Deeply appreciated. And I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. If Again, if you have not registered for tomorrow, now is the time to click that link. So we see you tomorrow at one o'clock for the first stage of the leadership model. Thanks again, Andy. Speak to you soon. Take care.